FM News Talk 97.1 Podcast. And welcome to another edition of Second Amendment Radio here on FM News Talk 97.1. I'm Tony Colombo. That's I'm Aaron Tarlow. I'm Aaron Tarlow. Are you okay with this music? Yeah, it's better. All right. Yeah. I like this song. <laughs> I wasn't. A lot. I guess I'm not going to have to. I guess he's been okay the last couple weeks, but <laughs> we've been screening. <laughs> Producer Chad Ellis in studio as well. Great job. Uh, I like this song. Thank you. You know, this this was like one of the first songs I played. Well, it was actually the Jay-Z version. Yes, the, that's an even better version. Yeah. That's an even better That's a version. good name drop right there. I'm just going to throw that out <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> no, the Jay-Z version is incredible. And I was like, you know what? We haven't heard this in a while. I like let's, it. Let's go for I it. I like it. Well done. <laughs> All right. Well done. Welcome back to another edition of Second Amendment Radio here on FM News Talk 97.1. Aaron Tarlow, of course, the owner of Southern Armory. Uh, Tony Colombo and Chad Ellis, just lowly employees here at FM News Talk 97.1. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? I can't complain. We got finally got some good weather this week. Dude, it's spring. It's springtime. It's, spring it's is sprung. phenomenal. It is, it is phenomenal. And guess what we're doing? Talking on the radio. Let's get a little bit more specific. What are we doing at the shop? Do you know? Yeah, let's find out. We're springing into savings. All right, <laughs> springing into savings at Southern yep. Armory. It's gonna uh, be a it's gonna be a good time. Yeah. if you guys want to save on some guns. So what's happening? Still ten percent off. Uh, so yeah, suppressors? You're, you're still gonna save on suppressors. Jess says let's let's roll that on. Like uh, we just got. Uh, well, let's see here. Jessica sent me a little love note. Come in for spring savings. Discounts on all in-stock firearms or ordered firearm suppressors or accessories. I like it. So uh, I know the, the standing thing is 10% on suppressors. And then we just got our Glock stocking dealer order in. Uh, not all of it, but a good a good chunk of it. So if you want Glocks, now is the kind of the time to do it. Uh, for those of you that have been following us and know who we are, and you know, we've been advertising on the station for you know, probably five years, six yeah, years. Forever. So uh, we only do Glocktober in October. Mm-hmm. So now is it kind of like halfway, you know, yeah. get in there, get these same pricing we do in October. You're going to have to wait all That's, summer. How popular are Glocks? When you, when you look are, at like... They are flagship Smith and Weston, model. Yeah, okay. They are. So they're like the yeah. number one. Uh, yeah, they're they're definitely a flagship model. If you don't have a Glock in your collection, you're kind of missing out. Really? And and so people, you know, they come in and they go, you know, I, I kind of want to get a gun. You know, what should I get? And it's like, well, how expensive a shooter are you? I'm brand new. Get a Glock. And why there's, is that? There's no external safety to turn off. So you have to remember to flip a little switch, like on your 1911s uh, or on some of your Smith & Wessons, you know. And that, the Smith & Wesson, that part's removable, but... Um, you got to have some technical know-how to get down to it. Yeah. You know, so you got to pay a guy like me who went to the Smith & Wesson school to to take it out. Right. But, uh, yeah, Glock is one of those those guns that's just not picky on ammo. Mm-hmm. It's it's easy to use. It's user-friendly. The grip angle is good. Uh, Gaston Glock really got got that down. Did you know Glock started as a Tupperware company? I did not. Yeah, they started as a Tupperware company. So <laughs> what made them move to guns? I I, I don't know the whole story. Yeah. I could probably do a little research I on do, it, but yeah. they used they did Tupperware, plastic Tupperware, That's and then funny. some of the older Glocks actually came in Glock plastic Tupperware. Well, and and aren't some old school gun aficionados is that what in that one of the reasons that they don't like Glocks because they're there's so much plastic in them? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you get like the guys that are like, oh, they're plastic guns, and then you get like other guys that are like nickel-plated sissy guns, and 
you know, kind of go back and forth. And I'm just like <laughs> sitting over here, like I'm an amosexual. Right. If it shoots, I like it, you know. Yeah. So I, I am not. I am not super particular on what I. Uh, yeah, but that's interesting to hear that you I, say that you recommend a Glock to somebody who is just brand new. Out. Yeah. And, and they're simple to use. Simple to use, simple to take apart, simple to clean. There's yeah. not springs to go everywhere. You know, somebody's like, oh, my first gun, I want to get 1911. It's like, all right, well, let me run through some stuff with you. Yeah, you're going to need to learn a lot. Yeah, you know, and then, you know, let's, you know, go shoot it and then come back here and let me show you how to clean it. Right. Because it's not a simple gun to take apart and put back together. And there's these springs in there that are, that are like loaded, you know, for lack of a better term. There's tension on them. And uh, you have to let that pressure off. Mm-hmm. You know, we're a Glock. You, know, you pop the spring out, and it's got a cap on both ends. Right, it's not going nowhere. Right. You know, you don't have to worry about it. So, 1911 is a little bit more complicated. Um, but you know, at the same time, 1911 is one of the guns that I carry on a regular basis. Right. So you said it does not have an external safety. So how how does that work? So external safety, like uh, like a thumb safety yeah. or a grip safety. Right. There is one on the I, trigger. I, I like my safety because I know that the gun is not right. going to fire. So I, so there is the there like? is a safety on the trigger, but the soon the moment you touch the trigger, the safety turns off. Oh, okay. So yeah, there is an external safety, but it's not like an active one. You got to remember, it's, it's not another step. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, you just put the finger on the trigger and you're ready to go. So after you fire, is it it the safety's automatically reengaged? No, you got to take your finger completely off the trigger. But then it automatically so, yeah. reengages. So it's kind of like a revolver, right? Okay, so there's yeah. no there's no safety on a revolver. Somebody out there I know is like, well, there's safety on this one revolver. Yeah, you're right. I got that revolver too. Okay, and I leave it off the entire time. <laughs> so, um, but you know, normally with revolvers, you just Put your finger on the trigger, you know, bang, 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 and then yeah. when you want to stop shooting, you take your finger off, and it's that long, heavy trigger press that is right. Uh, that's your safety. Yeah, you know that eleven pound. So or 10 is, pound. The, is is the Glock trigger squeeze? Uh, no, more well, than most. So my buddy Scoey, <laughs> I love Scoey. Um, I love Scoey's name. Scoey's got a cool name. <laughs> I met Scoey. Uh, I met Scoey on the internet. All right, on Craigslist. Okay, okay. He's so, a Craigslist. Friend. Yeah, he's a Craigslist friend. So uh, some people are out there like, what? Yeah. So uh, I was looking to buy a trailer. So we Chad, were... I don't know about Craigslist friends, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is it's <laughs> no, a good okay. it's a good Craigslist <laughs> friend. Okay. Maybe not for him, you know. Uh, <laughs> so right, we, we met about e- Scoey. We met each other on the personals. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, I was looking for a trailer, and uh, we were growing the business. So we started, a lot of people know uh, the history that have been customers a long time, but some people probably don't know. Uh, we started uh, with um, about a dozen guns, uh, maybe a total of a couple cases of ammo, and we went to this gun show. We got three tables we way overbought, right? We needed like one table. That was it. But we ended up with three. And uh, literally everything fit in the back seat of my uh, my pickup. Ah. I got a quad cap pickup, and everything fit in the bed of, or in the in the back seat. Back seat and yeah. The next thing you know, it's like the back seat and the bed, and then we're piling up the bed, and it's like, man, this is kind of growing. And then we got a four by six trailer, and then we got a five by eight trailer from U-Haul, and the people at U-Haul knew me because every weekend I was coming in there to get a trailer. Yeah. And then I was like, man, maybe we should just look into getting a trailer. So I started looking for trailers on Craigslist. I was going to go buy a used trailer. And uh, saw this ad for this guy in uh, Crystal City, and uh, I was like, okay. And he had a bunch of ads, so I'm like, oh, this must be a dealer. So I went down there and looked, and he told me about his trailer and kind of educated me, you know, about how they're made and this, that, and the other thing. And then uh, this is the first time I met him. He goes, hey, man, my birthday party's tonight. I got this really kick-ass band coming over, and we're going to drink some beer, and you should come over and party with us. And I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, my wife leave, and she's like, we're not going to the birthday party, right? I'm like, no, we just met this dude. Like, end up, like, hanging up in his basement or something, putting lotion on our skin. So, uh 
So then, you know, I went down again and was looking at trailers, and he's like, hey, man, why don't you just, do you need a trailer this weekend for a gun show? Because he knew what I did. And I was like, yeah. He goes, well, come take that, that, um, set, or six by 12. I was like, all right, fine, whatever. So I was coming and getting the six by 12 for a while, and then the business grew, and then we, he's, I need a bigger trailer. And he goes, well, just take that seven by 14. All right, that's fine. And then next thing you know, we're in an eight by 16. And, uh, and I finally, like, you know, it's been going on for, you know, several months, and I'm like, yeah. Maybe I should just buy a trailer from this guy. <laughs> so uh, we sat down. We started talking about kind of what I wanted and um, what I needed because that, that really helped me figure it out. And uh, so we got a really nice trailer. It's it's red. It matches my pickup. And we got black diamond plate on it. So the truck's black and red. And the trailer's black and red. And then, But what was really neat is, you know, we'd load at night. So uh, I had the battery on the trailer light, wired up to the LED lights so I could just operate them. Yeah. And um, then we had uh, carts that we would move in and out. So we have like the ramp door, you know, that would come down. But there'd be like a transition from the ground to the ramp. And they put a ramp on that and then a ramp from the door onto the actual deck. So we would just roll stuff right in and out. We would yeah, never get sweet. caught. Mm-hmm. Never get caught on stuff. Do you still use that trailer a lot now that you have the store? So, or do you, is. Yeah, yes and no. We probably use it for more personal stuff than we do for, gotcha. for business stuff now. Yeah. Uh, if we're moving stuff, then yeah, we, we throw stuff in there for the business and move it. Uh, we used to do like safe delivery. Now we contract that out with a company mm-hmm. and they've got like this awesome safe mover that will move it right down into wherever you want it and cool. doesn't put pressure on the steps. So it's a neat, it's a neat deal, you know, as we progressed. Um, you know, I was just like, I don't have time to be moving safes all the time and right. let's just, let's just contract this out. Yeah. So, uh, so now you can get a safe from us. You come in and you can order it and it's literally, you know, delivered to you. And then this company will come and move it wherever they want or That's wherever sweet. you want in, yeah. the, in the house. Yeah. Just so. gun safes or do you do other yeah, I mean, just gun safes. That's right. the that's the big thing. Right, you know, right. I can't think of anything else you'd want us moving in your house for you. <laughs> so we can get vault doors too. You know, so if you want a vault door, you're gonna build like a safe room. Right. Um, <laughs> not like safe room, like people hurting you, but like a room that you're gonna use as a safe because you're like me and you've got that many guns. Yeah. Um, you need to build a safe room. Then we can get a vault door for you, like same ones that banks get. That's so. pretty cool. Uh, and and actually, they're not that expensive. Really, strangely enough, I mean, compared to some of these safes that you know you spend like six, seven, eight hundred dollars on. No, this is like buying a really, really nice safe that's like you know top of the line, you know, three, four thousand dollars safe. Yeah, and that's about what a vault door is going to cost you. Maybe a little bit more depending on what you want. I think one day I just want vault doors in my house just to have vault doors in my house. I think it'd be kind of sweet. Yeah, like yeah. what's behind the door? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and then only certain, uh, only certain people get to it'll find. It'll be weird. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be weird. <laughs> I got a, I got a, I got a buddy with a, a vault door. I went over. You go over to a guy's house, his name is Scoey, and you just met him on Craigslist, and he's got vault doors in his house. I'm standing at the door. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. (laughs) I'm gone. Is that, I'm going to see it. I'm just going to go. But yeah, no, no, Scoey, so my buddy Scoey, anyway, kind of get back how we tied him in here. Uh, yeah. So Scoey, uh, he's Scoey got, the trailer guy. He's, yeah, Scoey the trailer guy, he's got a Glock too. So actually, when I traded him, when I bought the trailer, I was like, hey man, how about that? And, you know, it was a Glock, and he was like, "Yeah, I'll take, I'll take that." And he's like, "How about some training classes?" You know, so we're kind of bartering, so keep the price down on the trailer. And yeah, um, so uh, anyway, he goes, he, "This is probably going back six months to a year." He goes, "Hey, man, I did a trigger job on my Glock." I said, "Oh yeah, what'd you do?" And he goes, "Oh, I got these these Glock springs that increased the weight of the trigger." And I'm like, "You did what?" Like. Normally, people are trying to go down, dude. You know, from yeah. the five pound trigger to trying to go down like two, three. They want it to be as easy yeah. to fire as possible. And uh, so, let me see it. It's like a ten pound trigger. He's like, "Yeah, I did this trigger, and then this New York, whatever." And I'm like, 
why? And he goes, oh, I figured he gave me like five more pounds of do I really want to kill your... <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. I actually like that idea. Yeah. I actually like that idea. I'd want it to be... I, I don't I don't know how he shoot with it, but I mean if I had a trigger that heavy, I'd imagine I'd probably be shooting him in the crotch. So I might be solving <laughs> solving two problems: stopping the procreation and stopping him from hurting me. Right? How, you know? Now why why is that? Why is pulling? Why is what? How hard it is to pull the trigger make the gun move as you're firing? It, it, it? Well, so depending on where you're tri- not necessarily. You know, I'm just kind of being, yeah. No, I know, but right. Um, Heavier triggers, for some reason, people tend to dip because they they're kind of I don't want to say flinching, pulling? but they're pulling and they're they're pulling and they yeah. twist down. And then if the trigger finger is on one side of the gun versus another side of the gun, they'll pull left or right. So you know you kind of get the idea. Yeah. Uh, if they're anticipating recoil, sense. they'll start throwing them high. So that's one of the things that we do in the advanced classes. Actually, this is probably a good plug for it. Yeah, um, we get you in uh, the advanced class. It's about six hours. We start at eight in the morning. We get done between one and two, depending on class size and you know kind of how everything's going and some people just like i ran out of ammo it's two o'clock i'm like oh we can be done i mean you know i don't i don't have anything planned today so uh we go out to a private range that we have um so it's not an indoor range it's just us and our participants in the class we hang targets we start at point blank ranges so like literally from like you know like face to face somebody's like you know grabbing you or something you can pull your pistol out you can practice shooting which is it's different because you're not aiming you right. know, so you got to kind of pull it out and kind of know where you're where yeah. you're at uh, as far as where the muzzle is. So you don't you know don't hurt yourself or somebody else. And then you press the trigger off, and then it's really weird because you feel the percussion from yeah. the, the target. It's coming off the target, then bouncing back, and then hitting you because you're so close to it. Because you're so close, so you get like unburnt powder that hits you. You know, and it's just like a it's different. Um, and then then you we take a couple steps back, and then you kind of shoot for more of a retention position. And then you take a few more steps back, and then you you know fully extend the gun and shoot a little bit more. Uh, so we're we're teaching like five to seven round volleys, um, mm-hmm. depending on on who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, some people are like, you know, I shot I shot eight rounds. It's like, yeah, that's fine. You know, I shot six. Yeah, I don't care. Right. You, you know, <laughs> did, you, did you did you did you did you pop one off when they were point blank or two off when they were point blank, and then you know a couple more and a couple more and a couple more. Yeah, yeah. okay, well that's fine. You know, because there, there's no one thing people get is like, well, I only get to shoot him twice, right? In a self-defense situation, it's like, no, no, you shoot him until the threat stops. Right. So, you know, I don't care if you shoot five rounds or ten rounds; it makes no is, difference. Is that a, um, is that a commonly held belief? I had never yeah. heard that before. Yeah, it, it really is. That you're only allowed to shoot somebody twice in yeah, a self-defense once situation. Yeah, once or twice. Huh. Yeah, depending on who you're talking to. Really? If you shoot him more than that, man, it's just, it's excessive. And I'm like, oof. And, and they're shoot. afraid that that is like would be deemed excessive yeah. by a court. Yeah, yeah. So but that would it does not be that way. No, in a, in I have I have not found anything that that I've never heard that that's excessive. That? No. Oh, okay. I was gonna say yeah. I've never heard that. Before. And I'm thinking to myself, like, man, I shoot like eight point one rounds a second. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm I'm point point one point one two splits depending yeah. on you know the day of the week. Yeah, I've always I've always and, uh, interpreted it as like you just said the threat when the threat stops when the threat's the, the, over the, that's when you're not allowed to shoot right. something. And the problem is is like in one second when you're shooting like you know eight rounds ish. Yeah, you know, and then the body doesn't know to turn off. Right. And now you go into your second second uh, you know second right now you're at like sixteen rounds and I'm reloading. Right, right, you know. So they're gonna look at it and be like, "Well, this counter was two seconds." The dude shoot like shot like sixteen rounds like a machine gun. Yeah. Well. Well, I mean, 
anything uh, to neutralize the, th- the right. They got to stop. You got to stop them. Right. So back to the store. Yeah, back to the store. Before so we run out of time. Spring into savings. Come spring in. Spring into savings, baby. Come in. Come in and save spring on on a savings. bunch of good stuff. Yeah, like uh, we it. got a bunch of holsters in from 1791. We got cool. some stuff in from some of our local Missouri manufacturers for bags and and uh, pistol sleeves and stuff. Mm-hmm. So pretty excited. Uh, we are we're ready to. Ready to do some business, man. I like it. You know, it's uh suppressor's still wildly popular. Yeah, we've been selling a lot of them. Actually, we had a guy come in uh, the other day who who heard heard me on the show, and he goes, "Yeah, hey, that guy that owns that Southern Armory loves suppressors." And I, I do. <laughs> like once you shoot with a suppressor, you're gonna you're gonna it's gonna drastically change how you shoot. Yeah, you know, and sure. uh, and I've told the story about my buddy Patrick and his wife, and how now she won't touch anything unless it's suppressed. Right. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. And she likes shooting, but now she's like, it makes it so much better. You know, there's less recoil, less flash, right. less sound. So that's Can what she you likes. Keep the suppressor on the gun all the time, or is that bad for it? Yeah, like, can you, you can. Just it's just it on thread there on there. Keep it that way. Yeah, and I do. So it's okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So my question would be with the suppressor, there's different suppressor sizes, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you know which one? Is the right one. So uh, that's funny because this guy came in and he was like, "Every suppressor I see is super long." So my wife's gonna show him a um, a K version, which is a short version. Mm-hmm. And uh, so th- depending on the length, they're gonna have dis- different uh, decibel ratings for reduction. Mm-hmm. And when you go to a short version, you lose like one decibel. Okay. Which which people go, "Oh, it's one decibel," but it's like you know. It's, but you also it's need exponential. to, to Chad's point, you also need to know that you're getting the right. Suppressor right. for the right gun. So you want to make because you own a suppressor doesn't mean you can walk around and put it on every single gun you own. Right. Yeah. So you know a rifle suppressor is not going to work well on a handgun. Right. And I'm a big component of you. You know you buy it for what what you're going to use it for. Right job. Right tool. Right job. Right tool. Yeah. And that's 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 everything. That's a rifle. That's a handgun. That's a revolver. That's a shotgun. Right job. Right tool. And if it's not the right job, right tool, then why would you try to make it work? Right. So if you want to spring into savings, yeah, you need to get out to Southern Armory ASAP. Which yeah. is located one mile east of two seventy <laughs> and forty four at ninety nine oh one Watson Road and SouthernArmory.com. SouthernArmory.com. That's SouthernArmory.com. Ah <laughs> yes. I love Spring it. Spring into savings. I really I, didn't like the way I said I have these smile directs in and it's like making me slur everything. Oh yeah. It's kinda annoying. What is it? What is it? Like a they're like a so teeth they're braced they're braces? braces. Yeah. Like the clear, like clear. the clear ones. You just pop them in every day? I thought he was slurring a little bit. I was looking <laughs> over there to see if he's having a stroke. Did you get him from like, the dentist, or did you just buy him? So Smile Direct has their own, like... Yeah, their line. Oh, they I've advertise. Yeah, okay, yeah. I have heard of those. Yeah, yeah. They have they have one on Hanley, like the actual place. Okay. So I went there, got like... And they customize them for your yeah. teeth and, and everything. And now that he's fulfilled his uh, live advertisement form, he gets yeah. his discount. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell him, yeah. Tell him that you produce a show. Tell them it's the number one rated show on the weekend in St. Louis. Yeah. Just tell them that. We can find we can find it somewhere in the ratings where we're number one somewhere. Like, I guarantee. You, you see how many downloads we <laughs> get one, every week? Yeah, with, yeah, with men I think, I think we're killing it between with, 39 uh, and 40 in South County or something. We'll find it where we're number <laughs> one. <County>. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
So go back in there. Tell them that you're that you produce the number one radio show, and yeah, get them on here as an and do endorsements. Let's do this. <laughs> let's, let's, let's see what will happen. Let's go be, one step be, at a time. Be the next close. Are they comfortable? No. It depends. Yeah. What so, are you eating? No, you can't eat with yeah, them. Yeah, you can't oh, eat with them. Oh, so that's over with. At the beginning, <laughs> at the beginning, Junk. they were not comfortable gotcha. at all. Like, well, yeah, they're molding your teeth. Yeah, they were like so tight, but like right now, um, I'm a weekend. I have to actually get, start a new tray today. Gotta go another one, yeah. So, gotcha. Right now, it's like, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. really feel them, but I, I, sleep, with, I sleep with a mouthpiece in yeah. for sleep apnea, and it's very tight on your teeth. Really? And it takes some getting used to. But once you sort of get used to it, it's not a big deal. Huh. You can talk and stuff. But I do kind of sound like that. Uh, my filter kicked in. Never mind. <laughs> All right. That's good. Yeah. Because you're on the air. Bad. All right. We need to take oh, a break. But so when the light we get came back, on. Said we filter. have some questions that have been submitted that we'll try to get to for Aaron and also... Uh, I got a I got a news story. article. Yeah, I've, you got a news article. I've got a news article. Big uh, national news story out of Colorado. S- strangely, I've got one that's national, national. Oh, okay, go, go ahead. Um, <laughs> about a red flag law that yep. has created a lot of of national news, and it's important that we keep an eye on these red flag laws because we've seen Missouri legislatures uh, legislators try to pass red flag laws in our state. Uh, if you're listening in Illinois, there's a lot of issues over there with these red flag laws. Yeah. Uh, but this one in Colorado is really stirring the pot. We'll talk about it next. Don't go anywhere. They've gone so lib over there. They have. Um, it's Second Amendment Radio on FM News Talk 97.1. Sorry. Yeah, it's all right. Sing it, babe. I'm not drunk enough to do karaoke. What version of the song is this? Oh, yeah. on. It's in your head. Right. All right. Welcome, Welcome back, back to Second Amendment <laughs> Radio. Hey. FM News Talk 97.1. You owe me a coat. Mm, I do? Jinx. Oh, Jinx. That was Jinx, Pinch man. Punk. That was hardcore. Yeah. What is this? Who is this? This is Bad Wolf's Zombie. All right. Well, I know the song is Zombie. Yeah. It's not their song. Did it, you know that, Chad? It's no. totally not. not their song. Why would, why would I know that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Playing Cause it. Because you're Mr. Producer? <laughs> right. Um, I just find music that sounds great. That's it. I don't like know the artist's background or any of that stuff. Like, yeah, hmm, that song does sound great. great. <laughs> it also makes me feel old because that song, the original version, came out in the nineties, came out when I was on the radio playing music on the point in the nineties, yeah. and I used to play that song, the original version, which is by the Cranberries, yeah. which is a female lead vocalist. Yes, really, she's yeah. pretty hot. She's also dead. Yeah. Oh, is she? Yeah. <laughs> I don't follow these things. You expect me to follow news? Yeah. Ouch. Is it not gun-related? De- Dolores O'Riordan was her name, and she was the lead singer of the Cranberries, and she's great. I've seen her live. What did um, she die of? I don't remember. Oh, okay. But I, it, was, it was something not good or expected because she was extremely young. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, but oh. yeah, that was their song. This is a song by the Cranberries with a girl singer. So to hear that being sung by a man a dude, a dude and and a little bit heavier not that much heavier well the, the, the cranberries versus well the is, video kind of ties it back because you have a girl the, yeah the girl yeah. getting like dripped in gold yeah and like they kind of like touch hands hey. with glass in between i dig like, that though interesting yeah i'm gonna check that song out it does make me feel a little like when my no, songs no. are starting to get covered like by 
yeah. Now that it's generations away, I get it. Ugh. It's like almost two decades. Actually, it probably is two decades. What's it called? Bad wolves. Yes. All right. Bad wolves. Are they very big? I've never heard of them. Yeah, they're huge. Okay. Yeah. Look at this guy over here. He's like, oh, yeah, so so. <laughs> Off mic, we have yeah. Brian in studio with us, who is one of our producers here. He's just uh, hanging out in the room, sort of observing. Hey, at least he's got a dope tread watch, on me shirt. It's fun on. to watch his uh, reactions to these conversations. Yeah. He's like, yeah, like they're huge, and Brian's doing that. If you want, you can. Yeah, you can say something. Well, that's the only song I've ever heard them sing before. I've never heard them on the radio or anything. Gotcha. Uh, I just assume. Yeah. They were the huge, but a little backstory on that. They were actually supposed to have the lead singer from the Cranberries in that song. She died the day before they were supposed to record it. Really? Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What'd she die of? I'm still going to ask that question. I think, I think OD, but Google. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I was right? going to ask that. She's a musician. She died young. That Generally, if they that's die young, you my experience, that's kinda uh, where you at, least think. In, at least on the fire side of things, is it's an overdose. Yeah. So she was Or uh, terminally ill, some sort of like cancer. she was Irish. Dolores O'Riordan. That's how she talked. <laughs> yes, All right, now Irish. you got it. Yes, she was Irish, uh, born in '89. Yeah, uh, she's see. young. <laughs> Jeff Allen's listening. He's like, "Really? This is what we're doing? We're solving the Dolores O'Riordan issue?" Hey, hey, hey! Just figure out how she died. We'll move on. <laughs> All right, I want to see if this works. I'm going to try to play this. Uh, I'm going to try to play this for you guys. I want you to, to listen to this. Uh, so this is this this uh, red flag law in Colorado has passed. They're waiting. What? It's passed. Really? They are just waiting for the governor to sign it. Uh, he's he's expected to sign it uh, this week or next week. He said that there's a, I think there's a 10-day waiting period, and I know we're at least a few days into that right, waiting yeah. period now. Because it's been going he, on all week. Yeah, yeah, before he signs it. Um, but uh, this issue, there's a, there's a sheriff in Colorado who says that he will not enforce it. Right. Which could place him in his own jail. So- just a quick follow-up, too. Yeah. You know, they passed the magazine bans in Colorado, too, and all these sheriffs out there were like, we ain't going to enforce it. Right. So they really, the sheriffs in Colorado, uh, I don't want to say they're known for this, but they are known for upholding their oath to the Constitution. Yeah, yeah and, there's, uh, it, it's like it's half, a, yeah. the, um, half the jurisdictions in Colorado are opposed to this Yeah, and said they won't do it, but it passed the overall General Assembly... Right, but they're, they're that states. But we've Congress established they are like they're and, super lib, and they don't care yeah. about the constitution. So anyway, but so. isn't that pro- kind of problematic though? That they're super lib and don't a, respect when the you have constitution. A cop not enforcing a law, exactly. Yeah, it, it is, is problematic. It's it is, and it's going to create problems but the, for the, the state. The problem is, is that they're not enforcing a constitutional law. So maybe this will get overturned. Yeah, it might get overturned. And you got to remember the magazine ban too. Uh, in Colorado, uh, California, of all places, got overturned this week. Right. Wow. So now, you know, there's a massive run on high-capacity magazines in California. So these other magazine bands, they're getting ready to go down. Colorado, Illinois, New York, all these places. It's They're going to use this as precedent, and yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to get overturned. Here, take a listen a to feeling. this. Let's see if this works. All right, yeah, let's hear. 1177 is repassed as amended. And with that, the proposed red flag law is off to the governor's desk, despite every Republican and two Democrats from Pueblo voting no. The bill's sponsor, Representative Alec Garnett, saying today's historic. The measure is named in honor of the late deputy Zachary Parrish. This was a monumental day. Uh, Colorado really took a step forward in protecting the, protecting the public, trying to prevent future 
gun violence. As a reminder, this bill enables law enforcement and family members to go before a judge and ask for an extreme risk protection order. Guns could then be immediately taken away from someone deemed dangerous. A formal hearing with the gun owner must take place within 14 days so a request can be made to get their guns back. As far as what's next, Governor Polis is expected to sign this in the next 30 days. It does not take effect until 2020, however, giving courts time. To prepare. The courts need to develop their processes. As we've pointed out, dozens of counties have already taken positions against using this bill, and the opposition is going national tonight. Unlike any other red flag bill that's been uh, enacted anywhere in the United States. Weld County Sheriff Steve Reams appearing on CNN, reiterating that he won't enforce this. He doesn't like the fact gun owners aren't invited to the first hearing a judge has. The issue is the person who's having their guns potentially confiscated isn't aware of this hearing uh, taking place. They, they find out about the hearing after the facts. The reality is the controversy over the red flag bill is just beginning. District Attorney George Brockler, who is opposed to this, believes legal challenges are next. It'll go to probably the U.S. Supreme Court in one form or another. That's to you. That last yeah. point there is to your point that it's going to be fought in court, and it's Absolutely. probably going to. And it, it could go all the way up to the Supreme Court, um, but it is a state. It's actually not too far from here Mm-mm. that has now passed a law that says all I have to do if I don't like Aaron or I'm mad at Aaron, and I know Aaron likes his guns, mm-hmm. and I want to screw with him. All I have to do is call, call a police officer or whatever and say, hey, there's a guy that lives next door to me, and I think, and he's and he's got a gun, and I think he's unstable. That's it. That's all that has to be done. The police show up at your house. You yeah. don't even know that this complaint has been filed against you. The police come Until to your house show up. and take all of your guns. Yeah. And then you get a chance to go to court after the fact and try to convince the judge that you that this is a false complaint against you. Right. And if you don't do that, you lose all of your guns for at least a year. Yep. You lose your ability to purchase any other new guns for at least a year, and then you have to go back to court to try to reestablish your constitutional right. Yeah. to own a firearm. Yeah. And we need to we need to probably next week or the week after do a Talk about Chapter 475, which uh, adjudicates you uh, mentally incompetent to own firearms, because that, that's already on the laws in Missouri. Um, I don't really hear it being used, but this sounds like they're making like an expressway. So let me tell you a story. My wife's going to be like, oh, God. Let's hear it. So uh, I'm outside, and I've got uh, my two German Shepherds outside, and they're going to the bathroom, getting ready to leave, uh, to go to the store. And my wife's already left ahead of me, so I'm just letting the dogs out and uh, we're out back, and uh, the neighbor dog, which is a pit bull, not not, not breed bashing here, but it, uh, all the problems that I've ever seen have been with that particular breed, uh, runs over and starts attacking my dogs, like grabbing them by the throat and trying to you know shake them, you know. And we're talking like eighty pound, ninety pound German Shepherds versus a little pit bull. Um, I shouldn't, I mean, little. They're they're freaking muscular. They're probably like sixty pounds, but. Right. Uh, trying to shake them. So you can imagine, like, my 90-pound dog, 80-pound dog that's real long isn't really going to submit too much. But then um, I don't remember if two of my dogs. I had two or three. I've had three German shows. I can't remember when this happened exactly. But uh, the one, my older one, uh, starts, like, knocking him off 
of my my young one. Mm-hmm. My young one was only maybe a year, and uh, so I'm call I'm yelling for him to come in. I figure if I get him onto the deck and behind me, then it's me between this pit bull and and daddy's got a gun. Mm-hmm. So uh, they come charging up step man, freaking out. And uh, the pit bull comes sliding around like the the wood on my deck, you know, because it's chasing them and starts heading up. And I just draw out, point my gun at it, and I'm getting ready to zap it with uh, with a 45. And uh, my neighbor comes around the side of my house mm-hmm. and sees me with a pistol out pointed at his dog. And uh, he yells at his dog. His dog stops. And I'm like, you're gonna get you're gonna get control of this dog, or am I gonna shoot it? And so he starts yelling at it, and then uh, it starts. This dog starts playing the "I got to get away from my owner" deal. Me and my dogs just went in the house. I called the cops. I'm like, my dogs just got attacked, right, by my neighbor's dog. Uh, there's one's bleeding. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one's got a big chunk of hair pulled out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and my neighbor saw me with a pistol getting ready to shoot his dog. And uh, so anyway, long story short, cops come, and uh, oh, it's you know, it's really a. Uh, animal control matter and i'm like okay well just just so you're aware next time i'm just gonna shoot the dog <laughs> like right. I, i'm not gonna I'm not gonna call the cops not I'm not gonna do anything i'm just gonna i'm just gonna shoot it and the cops like yeah that makes it a lot easier for me wow and i'm like oh okay so you know i leave go to work and uh Come back. I get to work. I tell my wife what happened. And she's like, "Really?" And I'm like, "She's like, you know, why are you late?" Is what she wanted to know. Right. <laughs> like, Let me tell you about my morning. And so I tell her what happened. And then uh, I come, I come in home, and the neighbor's out. And he's mean mugging me at his mailbox. Yeah. So I stop. And I say, "Hey, man, listen. You know, your dog is gets out constantly. This is not the first time it's attacked my dogs. This is the first time I was had a pistol on me, right? Because right. I was getting ready to go to work. So I had my gun. Normally, it's like I'm in my boxer, not my boxers, right. but my uh, basketball shorts and like a t-shirt at night, you know, I got to go in the house to get the Sexy. pistol. So, hey man, you know, yeah, right. basketball shorts, know. you know, Tell you got to show it. some leg. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> um, anyway, so I tell him, I was like, next time I see your dog off a leash, running at me, running at my dogs, I'm just going to kill it. And he's like, you can't do that. And I was like, the, the, the cops told me it makes it a lot easier for them if I just kill it. Because now they got to get animal control involved and they got to do all this other stuff where if I just kill your dog... They just write a report saying dog threatened, you know, neighbor and neighbor's dog and neighbor shot other neighbor's dog. Right. And then the report's really easy for him to do. Like, right. literally, that's what he told me. And uh, he goes, well, you do that, you know, we're going to have issues. And I'm like, we've already got issues, dude. <laughs> like, this is not the first time your dogs have attacked my dog. This is not the first time your dogs chased me in my house. I was out barbecuing one night and it came over and... I heard like a low growl, and I'm like, are my dogs out here? And I'm like, no, my dogs are in there. And then I turn and I look, and there's this pit bull growling at me and showing teeth. And I'm like, ah! So I run in the house, and I left the grill up on the freaking, uh, yeah. the hood up on the grill. Uh-huh. And I'm and it walks over, and it jumps up. I'm like, dude, if this dog eats my meat, I'm going to be pissed. Did it? No, it didn't. It, it got up there and it looked, could, it's too hot. but I guess it felt the heat. Yeah, yeah and I couldn't it, get it. It didn't want it. So I'm like, are you, sh- are you, are you, you shooting me? Like, I'm like, I was, literally, I was going to look for my 22. Hey, get your hand on that dump button, Chad, you know? just in case. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's getting ready to go. Yeah. It's getting ready to get real. Yeah. So, uh, Aaron's getting a little fired up. So, anyway, so the way I'm looking at it is now, so now, you know, we've had a couple instances with this neighbor. Is this neighbor going to go, well, he's unstable. He's trying to shoot my dog. We need to take his guns. And it's like, 
No, dude, you just need to control your dog. On a side note, he's been keeping his dog on a leash for the last few years. Every time it goes out to go to the bathroom, I always see it on a leash. He just didn't let it let it run. But um, so it worked. I, I had to tell him. I was like, I'm gonna kill your dog. Like, gave him that like wide eyed like, I will do it look, mm-hmm. and uh, it was effective. So with that being said, uh, you know, did would that interaction now land me in court? Yes, yeah, My probably. Guess yeah. Is- that's a, that's a really good example of because the the person that is getting the complaint filed against them in mm-hmm. this red flag law in Colorado and in most red flag laws that we have seen proposed or passed around yeah. the country, the person that is getting the complaint filed against them is not invited or even told about the initial complaint and court hearing or yep, till the, they show the, up. the filing of, of the complaint. So if you have a dispute with your neighbor or uh, Alex Salzman, who's with the Missouri Firearms Coalition, is on the show all the time. Uh, she has talked about examples in other uh, in other states yeah, around the country. Maryland, yeah, with that, the, the brother and sister that had yeah, the dispute over Trump a, on Thanksgiving. Fight. Yeah, got into a fight at Thanksgiving. It's a shame. And she knew that... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Her brother was uh, a big a big gun guy. And so just to mess with him because she was mad at him. Yep. She called the police and said, my brother has guns and I he's think a that threat. he's a threat. And so they went over and tried to take his guns, and they ended up killing him. And ended up and getting this guy killed. The best part was, she goes, "He wasn't a threat. Yeah, he wasn't going to yeah, hurt and nobody." She got mad at the police for killing him and said she he was he wasn't a threat. Well, you're the one that filed it. Or if you yep. are going through a nasty divorce, oh yeah, um, you know, a spouse. How could, about a breakup? Could Just know, these boyfriend yeah, girlfriends could know, you know that you know one or the other is a person that has guns and and yeah. just to just because you're mad at them, we're taking revenge them, porn to a whole call, new level. Yeah, call the police and say I think that they're a threat, and the cops show up. <laughs> Chad, you're right. The cops Are you show choking? up and take your guns. <laughs> From you, without your knowledge, without any preparation, and now you are on the defensive trying to yep. prove. It's like trying to prove a negative. You can't prove a negative. Yeah, it's I'm like it's trying to. You're racist. Well, no, yeah. I'm not racist. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you walk right up. And, yeah. Hey, Aaron, you still beating your wife? Like, that is not. Yeah. It, that's, that's not how this it works. It puts you in an immediate. It puts you immediately on the defensive yep, and looking like the, uh, the a bad, criminal the, or cr- the guilty party. Guilty yeah. party. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it is the opposite of innocent until proven hey man, guilty. Chad, I like you, but if you choke on them invisible braces, I'm not. Blo- I'm not giving you mouth to mouth. You are on your own. Wait, well, you're gonna wait for City EMS to show up, buddy. It wasn't choking off the braces. He said something that was definitely surprising. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. I've just been watching Chad's face. It's, it's yeah. even better than the conversation. Yeah. He's just shocked, <laughs> Tony. No. What my revenge porn comment? Yes, that was it. It was like, like that was the one that got you. What taking it like, to a whole new level? Well, I'm just saying, like now you break up instead of posting your revenge porn, you're gonna call him be like he's got guns and he's nuts. You know? I think it's time for break. We need to take a break. Yeah. You're right. Hit the bad wolves.
Cranberries. Bad Wolves. Zombie. I'm going to check it out. All right, we'll be back. We're not done yet. Got more Second Amendment Radio coming next. Oh, Now we're doing it. This feels better. <laughs> Having flashbacks to cruising on Have Lindbergh. you heard this song, Chad? This version? Never. The original version? Never. What? we got to let her sing. we got to get to that point. Here we go. There she goes. Nope. Maybe not. Here she comes. It's been a while since I heard this song. There. Oh, look. They do have. The video is very similar to the other video. Get it? There you go. See? Girl singer. It's, like, def- it's definitely a different feel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This one's better. <laughs> Air right. 5. Welcome back, to- <laughs> Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio FM News Talk 97.1. Did you know that there's a new version of this song, Zombie, by a dude? We'll post it on Second Amendment Radio. And you it's actually can go pretty good. Click the link. It's not as good as Cranberries. I agree. Okay, we were talking about this red flag law in California or in Colorado, but yeah. you have a, a different law. Is this a Missouri situation? This is a national one. Oh, okay. Bum, bum, bum. All right, tell us From about a it. Democrat in New Jersey. Now, if you know anything about New Jersey, they have really, really strict ammunition laws. So I'll, I'll, I may have told the story here. I can't remember. We, my wife's from Philadelphia. We met when I was going to college there, and then uh, and and then things happened. So... Um, well, you know, yeah. we got we got four minutes, yeah, so I know, right? um, we got to be quick here. <laughs> That's right. So we're going back to Philadelphia, and we're looking at flights into to PHL, and uh, you know they're outrageous. And then I find uh, a different airline that flies into Trenton, New Jersey. And New Jersey has really strict gun control law. Uh, one of my buddies, who's a paramedic there, ended up in New Jersey by accident. Uh, There's a bridge. He got on it. He ended up there. His wife was driving. Probably explains a lot of it. She gets pulled over for something stupid like failure to signal, and he's got a loaded gun with like 10 or 12 rounds of jacket hollow point in it, and you cannot have jacket hollow point ammunition in New Jersey. Uh, so we're looking to fly into New Jersey, and I knew about this because, you know, my buddy uh, Windsor told me. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, oh, man, I better do some research. So uh, do some research, and I discover if you're not, your, your journey does not begin to end in New Jersey, their gun laws are off. I'm like, great. And then I read this other part. It says expanding ammunition is not allowed in the state, uh, and it doesn't matter. Period. Like you know, it's not part of the exemption of you know the beginning and the ending. Yeah. So I call the state police, and they're like, "Yep, you're right. You know, you can yeah, you can bring your Glock 19 in here with all these rounds, um, but they have to be ball ammo. You cannot have any hollow points." Well, I'm polite. I shoot people with hollow points because uh, they expand. They don't go through. Another story for another time. Maybe a future show. So. Uh, long story short, uh, New Jersey has always tried to control the ammunition. They've done they've done so. Uh, so this is from Rep. Watson Coleman, uh, like Coleman, like the the camping equipment. Uh, this is HR six eighty six six eighty six. Probably sounds familiar to some of you gun guys because it's a Smith and Wesson revolver. Hmm. Uh, it's a nickel plated three fifty seven, and you can buy that at Southern Armory at a discount for springs and savings. H.R. 686 would effectively eliminate the ability to purchase ammunition online by mandating face-to-face transactions. What more uh, so uh, that this bill does, it would also require the reporting of bulk ammunition purchases as well as mandating licensing for ammunition dealers. Um, So kind of an interesting deal. Um, So H.R. 686 will be following that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But my question is, is what is uh, bulk ammunition purchasing? 
right? Yeah, um, what's that number? And and so we've had. Uh, Does it say? Other, it doesn't. No, it doesn't so say. It it's, it vague. It's, it's, it's very vague. I'm yeah. I'm assuming that they're going to debate this and add stuff, and everybody's going to get some input. Um, so you know, what is bulk ammunition purchasing? I've heard like some states trying to get it down to like 20 rounds or 25 rounds, which is a box of hollow point ammunition. They come in 20 or 25 round boxes, but when you get your practice ammunition it's uh vastly 50 rounds as a minimum yeah right sometimes they do like the value packs of like 250 or 200 or 100 um or you buy a case like if you come to southern armory and you're like i want a case of ammo that could be anywhere from 500 to a thousand rounds yeah or maybe like a little bit more especially if you're getting into the russian stuff because for some reason like 1084 is popular with them so uh but you buy in bulk you save in bulk when you come to southern armory so yeah. people buy in bulk so what's the what's the question so maybe we'll do a little poll on uh second Amendment radio and southern armory yeah. head over there and uh you know, we'll, we'll, we'll post a story, and you guys can tell us what you think bulk buying is. Make sure that and you follow Southern Armory and Second Amendment Radio on Facebook. Aaron does midweek check-ins, live streams on yep. the Southern Armory Facebook page and Second Amendment Radio Facebook page. Make sure you go and follow those things, and you can ask questions there to us, and uh, we'd like to get your questions answered on the air as much as we can, too. But we are out of time. I know. I got driving tips last week on the live stream because— Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I was Make driving. sure you follow us, Second Amendment <laughs> Radio and Southern Armory on Facebook. Best way to keep up with the show. Until next week, for Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory, our producer, Chad Ellis, I'm Tony Colombo. Thanks for listening to another edition of Second Amendment Radio here on FM News Talk 97.1. Get more at 971talk.com.